Welcome to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. If you would like to participate on today's program, call now, 803-1520. That's 803-1520. All right, here we go. Think again. Think again. Welcome to our topic discussion program, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Western New York, still fighting the war on poverty, now in our 54th year. Each week we talk to you about issues, events, and trends affecting you right here and right now in Buffalo and the Western New York community, and in fact, connect you to communities all across the country. I'm your host, L. Nathan Hare, President and CEO of the Community Action Organization. Make us a part of your Saturday every Saturday at ESPN 1520 AM on your dial from 11 o'clock to 12 noon each week. Now, today's program is live, so you can call in. You can join our discussion. hope that you will. Our number here again is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. And, of course, there's so many things that are going on in the, in the news, but we really got to talk about the uh, testimony that was um, given at the congressional hearings uh, where Bob Mueller was, uh, uh, former special counsel, was uh, interviewed and or question, I guess is a better way to say that, uh, and to get a sense of what was accomplished, if anything, as a result of that uh, th- that set of uh, of inquiries of Bob Mueller. One of the things that was interesting is Mueller r- refused to explain why he wrote in the report about there being processes outside the criminal justice system for dealing with the misdeeds of the commander in chief. However, Mueller did acknowledge. That an, that an unsuccessful attempt to obstruct justice is still a crime. In other words, even if you were unsuccessful in stopping an, an investigation from going forward, the things you did to try to stop that investigation from going forward, those things are crimes in and of themselves. So it's sort of like if you accuse somebody of a crime, uh, say uh, robbing a bank, and another person tries to impede that investigation by hiding phone records and video records and things like that that would show you that this person robbed the bank and the person uh, was acquitted for robbing the bank, you are still guilty of holding back information that aided and abetted a crime or conspiring to prevent uh, a successful uh, or, or just to prevent the investigation of a crime. At the start of the second hearing, Mueller declared that no assessment was made as to whether or not there was a crime because the Office of Legal Counsel had established a rule that said that no president could be indicted while still sitting uh, in office. So this is Mueller stating that as we say in the report, and as I said at the opening, we did not reach a determination as to whether the president committed a crime, not because we couldn't have made that determination, We simply chose not to make that determination because if we did that, that would put the president in a position of having to defend something with no form in which he could actually do the defense. But what I wanted to do was to help us to actually read things from the report. It just seems strange to me that when the Democrats are questioning uh, Mueller, they're either characterizing what they think is, is in the Mueller report or they're reading the parts of the report that don't give you the real uh, hardcore down and dirty. Let me give you an example. If you go to page 67 through page, 60, uh, page 71 of the Mueller report, 
It says on page uh, uh, 67, Trump is revealed to become uh, to have begun discussions with a Russian real estate group in 2013 uh, regarding the construction of a Trump Tower in Moscow. December 23rd of 2013, Trump signed a deal giving him a flat 3.5% fee on all sales at what was being proposed as an 800-unit hotel and office tower. Between March and August of 2013, uh, Trump's daughter Ivanka Trump, or um, Kushner now, and others met with the uh, Russians on design details. The project slowed to a halt, but by September, (coughs) excuse me, by September of 2015, the talks were on again with Michael Cohen, who we've known to be uh, uh, President Trump's uh, personal lawyer. Michael Cohen as the contact person acting on behalf of Trump. October 13th of 2015, Trump signed a, another letter uh, of intent with the Russians. If we go a little bit further, Felix Slater, or excuse me, Felix Sater, a New York real estate advisor, stated to Trump on November 3rd, 2015, quoting now, Buddy, our boy can become president of the United States and we can engineer it. I will get all the Putin's team to buy into it. Donald doesn't stare down. He knows and understands the economic issues and and Putin only wants to deal with a pragmatic leader and a successful businessman uh, is a good candidate for someone who knows how to negotiate. Business, politics, whatever, it's all the same for someone who knows how to deal. Now, this is from what, what we're hearing from a man who repeatedly stated on the record that he never had any contacts at all with the Russians. You know, that's fake news. Now, I'm reading to you from what uh, was actually uh, acquired from recordings of Felix uh, Sater in the Mueller report. On page 33 of the Mueller report, Mueller provides that uh, what Donald Trump and his associates were doing was completely different than what happened between the Democrats uh, in their opposition research and what Trump was doing. An organization called the Internet Research Agency, which is a Russian-owned agency, uh, an agency owned and controlled by Vladimir Putin. Uh, Again, uh, this is on page 33, yes, page 33 of the report uh, in a a section entitled Interactions and uh, uh, Contacts with the Trump Campaign. It says, quote, the investigation identified two different forms of connection uh, between the Internet Research Agency and members of the Trump campaign. The investigation identified no similar connections between the Internet Research Agency and the Clinton campaign, despite what you keep hearing from the Republicans that the uh, Democrats were doing the same thing the Republicans were doing even worse uh, in terms of their uh, interacting with the Russians. Going back to the Uh, Quote again, first on multiple occasions, members and surrogates of the Trump campaign promoted typically by by linking, retweeting or similar methods of reposting. They uh, uh, promoted pro-Trump or anti-Clinton contact 
published by the Internet Research Agency through Internet Research Agency-controlled social media accounts. Additionally, in a few instances, Internet Research Agency employees represented themselves as U.S. persons to communicate with members of the Trump campaign in an effort to seek assistance and coordination on Internet Research Agency organized political rallies inside the United States. Now, this may not be uh, illegal conspiracy to the standard of a crime, but Trump, but uh, clearly Trump was in bed with the Russians who wanted to help him uh, win the presidency. Just a few more of uh, just a, a few more of, of, of these quotes. John, do I have a little bit of time here? Yep, I got about a minute. Uh, during the course of their, this is according to uh, Mueller, according to our investigation, we charged more than 30 defendants with committing federal crimes, including 12 officers of the, of the Russian military. Seven defendants have been convicted or pled guilty. He said, first, our investigation found that the Russian government interfered in our election in sweeping and systematic fashion sweeping and systematic fashion. This was done, if not directly in a, 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 a provable conspiracy uh, between Trump's uh, and his campaign officers or his campaign workers and these uh, Russian Putin allied uh, agents. If it was not done uh, formally, it was done informally. People knew what each other uh, uh, were doing and they cooperated with each other in informal ways. He says, second, again, quoting Mueller, the investigation did not establish that members of the Trump campaign conspired with uh, the Russian government in its election interference activities. He said, we did not address collusion, which is not a legal term, but we focused on whether the evidence was sufficient to charge any member of the campaign with taking part in a criminal conspiracy. He said it was not. Last point, he said, but based on Justice Department policy and principles of fairness, we decided we would not make a determination as to whether the president committed a crime. But if you go through this report, you just see crime on top of crime. This is almost like reading a mafioso report when you when you read this this report. So. I'm not going to give that, that, that adjective, but it was by Donald. Uh, so let's get uh, Tony on. We're only going to get a few minutes. we got callers. we got four calls uh, on the phone. Tony, how are you doing out there? Uh, you forgot to add that, the, that Mueller said that the president could be charged with obstruction after he leaves office. If it's four years, right. he could be charged with obstruction of justice. Absolutely. I have that, that quote. And I, I yeah, have that you, quote you, here. You should put that there because you you see one thing that you're forgetting. I'm the same age as Mueller, mm-hmm. and I'm all worn out, and my energy has left me a long time ago. Okay, mm-hmm. this guy was a combat vet. He was he was hit by bullets. He received Purple Heart and all kinds of accommodations. He's two time FBI director. He's honest. Now, what do you expect from a man who got a letter from Barr? two days before the testimony was to be given that said, you cannot say such this, that, and that. Didn't you see that letter? Right, but if I were him, 
I would no, have said, I would have said, I no longer work for you. You can't give me a letter like that. He was well, not bound. He was not bound by what Barr said. I don't agree with you. I totally disagree with you. Barr is a man who has for 30 years, 35 years, served this country by following the rules that he was given. And he followed them. He made significant statements in that. And so and so, the six new members of Congress had added their uh, the, request for impeachment. He made it clear that there was collusion in the end with the Russians, but there was not. Uh, it was not uh, the, like a conspiracy. It was not criminal. It, it was not criminal conspiracy. He yeah, could not right. prove. So, that that's what he said. So what you so what you're reading is immaterial. Doesn't matter. They part is obstruction. There he laid out at ten points. They questioned him thoroughly in the intelligence committee on all of these, and the, and then the judiciary committee. Uh, I want to just tell you this morning that Lawrence Tribe said that now that Congress has begun an inquiry into impeachment. Rule 6E comes in, which means that the courts will now look at this as an investigation that materials will have to be turned over and subpoenas will have to be followed. This is what had to be done, and Nadler did it yesterday. So the question becomes, will Trump honor those subpoenas? See, at the end of the day, somebody has to yield to force. So well, that's the, right. Right. So if they're forced that that uh, uh, Nadler is using is the subpoena and the courts and, and then the courts agree and they said, yes, uh, you, Donald Trump, have to turn over these materials. And Donald Trump says, I don't care what you say. I'm not going to turn them over anyway. Well, you then know, we have a constitutional problem. Well, we that's what I'm, su- I'm suggesting that we are on the, the threshold. Yeah. And then the Supreme Court has to decide because this is something you can't ignore. Under the jewels of 6E, look, look it up, Al Nathan. Okay, let me tell you something. Remember Trump said that Obama reduced the military spending of mm-hmm. this country? Yep. Remember that charge? Yep. yep. Well, guess what? He actually did. Do you know why he did that? Why? Because Congress passed sequestration. That word is sequestration, right. which meant that there had to be a 10% cut in all of the departments. I think it was 8% across the board. Well, close to 10%, right. okay? Mm-hmm. So he's lying again. Yep. What is? Tell me something. When you take away things from people, how do you think they're going to react? You know that they're going to scream, right? <laughs> of course. What? You know they're going to. You know they're going to scream if they, they they feel something's being taken away from them. They're going to do everything in their power to hold on to what's being taken away from them. Well, he has already proposed to eliminate heap, and as of this week, he's supposed uh, proposing to cut three million people off the federal food stamp mm-hmm. registry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once once a person has something, they're not going to get the. To give it up, yep. as you just said, yep. you can't take away things from people, and there's going to be uh, court cases battling about that. Now, the, you know, when I look at this thing back to the one day, I listened to it and watched it all day. Okay, mm-hmm. and when when he was asked some questions, uh, he. He, he said that the hollow man, there was a black lady in the committee, 
I forget her name. She asked him about the, the honesty of this president. Mm-hmm. We remember what the uh, uh, what uh, he said. Mueller said he said that the hollow man is not credible. Right. Because when he tried to answer those questions, oh, her name was Val Demings. Yep. Val Demings. When he tried, when he was given those questions, and by the way, those questions were under oath, remember? Mm hmm. Yeah, I have her quote right here. Val Demings, uh, representative, mentioned that uh, people who, who were charged with lying to Mueller's investigation and asked if there were lying witnesses who had not been indicted. And Mueller said, I think there probably there's probably a, a spectrum of witnesses uh, in terms of those who were not telling the, uh, the full truth and those who are outright liars. And when she asked if lies by Trump campaign and administrative administration officials had hindered his work, Mueller said, I would generally agree with that uh, w- w- uh, with that. Clearly, that's obstructing justice. That Mueller is—that's the definition of obstructing well, justice. And the, and the biggest obstructor was the president because he—he he failed to answer any questions about uh, uh, obstruction of justice, and he lied about half of the answers he gave about yep. the Russian collusion. Yep. Tony, I'm going to have to run. I got I got to get three more calls in that are on the phone right now. But I think I'm going to take our first break uh, so that we can give our, our callers uh, a little bit of time. So if you all stick with us, we will send us out of the break here at Think Again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. day of your life. Hey, it's Bulldog here to let you know there's still a little time left to get tickets to our next awesome event, Brews on the Water, this Saturday, July 27th at Grantwick Park. Picture hanging out on the shore of the Niagara River while you sample over 100 craft beers, ciders, and wines. Enjoy performances by national recording acts, American authors, and In the Valley Below. Taste your favorite local brews from Southern Tier, Big Ditch, Community Beer Works, and regional beers from Fatheads, Founders, Long Trail, and more. Tickets are just $40 and includes all the tasting and the concert or upgrade to VIP for access to special tastings and start an hour earlier than everyone else. Don't wait another minute, though. Tickets are flying out the door. Just go to BrewsOnTheWater.com. That's BrewsOnTheWater.com to buy your tickets. This Saturday, July 27th at Gratwick Park. Doors open at 5 or 4 if you're a VIP. See you at Buffalo's Best Summer Beer Bash, Brews on the Water. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 Watt ESPN 
also laid out, for those who may be confused, who exactly the Russians were backing in 2016. Did your investigation find that the Russian government perceived it would benefit from one of the candidates winning? Yes. And which candidate would that be? Well, it uh, would be Trump. Uh, Trump. Right. <laughs> I, don't know. I like Trump better. <laughs> all you can eat, Trump, you know? Mueller said all along he wouldn't deviate from his report, and he didn't. He declined to answer or deflected questions about 200 times today. The Republicans did their best to paint Mueller as biased. They treated him very badly. And I know it's a lot, but I want to break it down for you. It's, I want to catch you up on what happened. I know most of you aren't glued to the news. You're at work all day. Most of you here are on vacation walking around in the heat with your thighs glued together. But here's what happened <laughs> and what is happening. The president very clearly obstructed the investigation of his campaign ties to Russia. And think about that. FBI is looking into evidence that the Russians got involved in our presidential election, and our president personally tried to stop that investigation. He tried to fire the guy running the investigation. His own White House lawyer, Don McGahn, testified to that. The only reason that didn't happen is the only reason he didn't fire the special counsel is because Don McGahn refused to do it. He said he was being asked by the president to do crazy <laughs> Those were his words. <laughs> and on top of that, the president, both personally and through his people, tried to tamper with witnesses and lied about it. He did these things. He welcomed Russian interference in our election and tried to get the people who knew about it to shut up. And our Republican representatives in Congress, they know he did. They know the president of the United States tried to stop this investigation. They just don't care. All they care about is how they'll be received on Fox News. They were more interested in attacking Robert Mueller, who's a war hero, a Marine who fought in Vietnam, no uh, daddy, Dr. Bone Spurs excuse, and is a lifelong Republican. They were more interested in attacking the guy who investigated the foreign enemy meddling in our election than the guy who actually meddled with that foreign enemy. So here are some of the people who care more about their side winning than they care about this country. This guy? What he's doing is not obstructing justice. He is pursuing justice. And the fact that you General ran it out it. two years means General you perpetuated injustice. This guy? I find those facts in this entire process un-American. And this guy? The Democrats have argued for nearly three years that evidence of collusion is hidden just around the corner. Like the Loch Ness Monster, they insist it's there, even if no one can find it. Oh, what a great analogy. So those guys don't care about the United States. It really was something watching them defend this. Normally when people fall on their knees for Trump like that, he pays them $130,000 afterwards in hush money. But that, that was horrid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let's, let's hope that that's not what's going on there. But clearly you got the point that the Republicans, as opposed to uh, examining the facts that are being put forward through the Mueller investigation and challenging whether or not those facts are facts and then what they imply, the Republicans challenge the very fact, the very act of trying to find the facts and to try to, to, to characterize the investigators as if they were the criminals as opposed to the people that I'm reading to you about are clearly the people that have uh, a cons conspiratorial uh, uh, design on uh, using each other to, to get their objectives accomplished at the expense of American people. Let's get going here. Let's get John in Lockport first, then we'll grab, I believe it's Rambo Jim, then we'll grab Kevin. Uh, John in Lockport, how are you doing? 
Good, Nathan. Hey. Uh, there's, a, there's a couple films out now that kind of, um, the, the one I watched on Netflix was called The Great Hack, and it just came out, and it explains how Cambridge Analytica, uh, run by Steve Bannon, or, or mm-hmm. uh, assigned by Steve Bannon, stole personal information from uh, millions of Americans and funneled it to WikiLeaks and then to the Russians and then on to Facebook, and they explain how the whole thing was done. It's a great film. It's about two hours, and it explains from, from beginning to end how the Russians did it. Mm-hmm. So it's a great, that, that's one that people should watch for, on Netflix, The Great Hack. There's another one, too, uh, a series on, on um, Showtime. Uh, it's called the, the Loudest Voice, and it's about Roger Ailes. And it kind of explains how... Uh, this country got so far split apart. He was he was instrumental in splitting this country in half when he took over, and he's the one that started uh, Fox News mm-hmm. with uh, Rupert Murdoch. And uh, in the in the in the 1990s and the 2000s, there are, there are others like Newt Gingrich who were responsible as well. But the loudest voice is the name of the series, and what it does, it 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 uh, uh, he, he he decided facts were not important. He, he decided. Roger Ailes decided that that uh, Fox would be would would be a network that would satisfy what people wanted to hear rather than the truth. And there's a lot of people out there who who, who uh, fell victim to this because mm-hmm. uh, they they uh, Fox became a propaganda network is what it was. And it shows how Roger Ailes um, worked with the Bush administration, became the propaganda machine, and how he worked hand in hand with Dick Cheney to, uh, to uh, develop all the lies about uh, why we should attack Iraq and um, how uh, that all was done to lead up to the Iraq war. Um, but anyway, it, it's, it, you know, there are other things about Rogers, Roger Ailes that it shows in there, too, the misogyny and everything. That right. he, that I also think about, you know, uh, uh, Roger Ailes had uh, Rush Limbaugh as a sounding board because Limbaugh doesn't really do I- investigative reporting. He just right. becomes a sounding board that repeats the stuff that folks like Roger Ailes are promoting uh, on Fox News and other even much more, um, uh, how shall I say, you know, hardcore, uh, non-fact, you know, kind of stations. Right. Well, and, and everything that everything that Fox News does, it's all propaganda. It, everything is, is, is set up to try to keep America split. Mm-hmm. And what the Russians are doing on top of that is they're sending out all these uh, e- these uh, emails, uh, not emails, but uh, uh, online and Facebook and everything else, mm-hmm. and they, they put out these fake stories. And you know, I get them on my computer and my email all the time. And these people, these are good people that, that uh, you know come up with these emails, and they they actually believe them. You know, like one one that's circulated so uh, so much was the one about the immig- immigration in in Los Angeles it was supposed to be from the L.A. Times, which was not true. Mm-hmm. And and but there so many I've seen it go, uh, uh, come up on my uh, email so many times now. People actually get sucked into this and believe it. These are the kinds of things that that swung that last election. Yep, absolutely right. Beyond the money, there. Thanks, John. I appreciate you, man. All yeah. right, I'll talk to you next week. Let's grab a uh, Rambo, Jim, and and Rambo. I just wanted to ask you real quickly. I was just writing some things down. <laughs> this assertion that. Vladimir Putin was this business genius, and he likes working with other business geniuses. Uh, and Trump is being asserted by himself and others as a 
business genius. How does a business genius make uh, four sets of businesses go bankrupt, I including a casino? And now, casinos are hard to, go to make go bankrupt. <laughs> How does a guy get to be acclaimed as a business genius when he goes belly up four times and almost went belly up two, up two other times? Nathan, the most honest way to answer your question is to tell you that in the prison business, we had a slogan that we lived and died, died by. And you can write this down and take it to the bank. I'm writing it down. Sometimes you, some, you ready? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you get the bear. Sometimes oh, the bear gets you. Okay, okay. That's that, the way it works in law right. enforcement, the military, the government, business world. You win some, you lose some. You're not going to be a winner. You're not going to win every battle you fought. I, I'm a retired soldier. Mm -hmm. I don't like admitting this. How many times do you think, with all my training and, and time as a paratrooper on active duty, recon platoon, anti-tank platoon in the National Guard, all my experience, there were time and time again... Sometimes I literally tripped and fell on my face when I stepped in a hole out in the woods. How, how long did you serve? Oh, you're not always going to win and be successful. Uh -huh. How long did you serve, Jim? Uh, well, okay, I'm going to give you the exact date so you don't think that I'm BSing you. I served on active duty from 9 November 1972 to 25 October 1979. In November of 81, I enlisted in the New York State Army National Guard. United States Army, New York State National Guard. Mm -hmm. I had a couple of breaks in service because of my full-time job. There were little conflicts from time to time, and I need to take some time off. But when I retired from the National Guard, between my active duty time and my uh, U.S. Army, New York State National Guard time, I had combined military service to the, ex this is the exact day that the Department of the Army based my pension on. Yep. 20 years, 7 months. 29 days. Yeah, great. That is coming from the Department of the Army, right. not me. And you don't have to defend it the way you're trying to defend it. From my point of view, I just wanted people to hear how much uh, of investment that you have had out of your life uh, in the uh, the armed services and the, the sacrifices that you had to make in terms of income and um, in, in exposure of yourself, you know, compromise of your, your life, uh, uh, life path. You know, uh, not 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 to to talk about you know your bone spur president, who uh, found a way. He couldn't even remember which heel he had the bone spurs on. He just knew he had enough bone spurs to avoid being able to uh, to have to serve. Well, for for that generation, Nathan, and I can tell you this. Um, I didn't. I did not. I say again, I did not go to Vietnam, but I am a Vietnam era veteran, mm -hmm. and that was. You got to understand the time. That those guys came, that we came up in. Well, what does that have to do with it's Donald well, Trump claiming that he guys, had bone spurs and that's why he didn't go? Opposition to the war in Vietnam and guys were looking for ways to get out of the draft. I mean, I'm not saying it was a so, good, that so, was the most glorious time uh, in America. Okay, all right, all right. I, I, I won't beat that dead horse, horse to death, but that doesn't sound like a. Uh, uh, a, a rabid patriot to me, uh, like the guy who's being presented him, who's presenting himself to the public today, as if he's the godfather of American patriotism. It doesn't well, sound say, like he has that resume to me. Well, I'll say one thing for the guy in the business world, time and time again, and you just said it yourself. He had failures, but after every failure, he always got back up on his feet and he kept trying. Now, when you I was you just have it in your heart that you 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 just want to believe. 
Donald Trump and the people around him and their spin. You just want to believe it. So you set aside you set aside all evidence. If you were talking about somebody else who was not on the same side of the questions that Donald Trump presents himself to be, if it was if that was Barack Obama with the same kind of resume, you would not be talking the same way you're talking right now. They you're just t- you've just t- made you just feel it in your heart that you have to find ways to rationalize the behavior of a man whose behavior cannot be rationalized. He was on the boats with this uh, Epstein guy, with these girls that he was bragging about. You know, that Epstein was just like him, like pretty girls, although he liked girls even on the younger side. Uh, you know, he's the same guy who went bankrupt, you know, four times. He's the same guy who uh, 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 actually lied or I shouldn't say lied, he actually took out a two-page newspaper ad over a five-week period to ask for the death penalty for five young boys for a crime that they didn't commit. And to this day, he still has not acknowledged that what he did was debased and wrong. To this very day, he claimed that Barack Obama was not born in the United States on the basis that he was born in Hawaii. He was too dense to realize that Hawaii is a part of the United States. No different than Sarah Palin, you know, who thought that she could see Russia from her window and so on. I mean, if this was a Barack Obama, if this was Hillary Clinton, you know, if it was uh, Mike Dukakis or somebody making these kinds of statements with this kind of resume, you would be dogging them left and right. But because Donald Trump uh, aligns himself with this white nationalist, white nativist kind of uh, uh, populism and that you connect with that message, you connect with that ethos, you just apologize for, justify and ignore everything that is that, 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 that is truthful about this this horrid man, this this horrid human, uh, horrid, Nathan, horrid human Nathan, being. Nathan, I bet I cheer for my country. Let me explain something. I believe this with all my heart, and I've been to foreign countries. What does your cheering on. for the country have wait, to do with wait, what I just said? I understand what you're saying that that I'm just connecting because of white nationalism. I happen to believe in my heart, and I've been to countries like Panama and Turkey. Italy. I've been all around the world when I was on active duty in the Army for various training exercises, being that the 82nd Airborne is a strike unit, the showcase of the United States Army. And, okay, and your point. I've been Let's... there, Nathan, and I've seen these other countries, and I believe that we are um, the, wor- the last shining hope for, for the world. If we go down... That's the end of Western <laughs> Okay. See, see, Jim, this is the problem, right? That's our last you know, we, we talk about one thing, and then because you don't really have an answer to the one thing. I do. You so say white what, nationalism. What, right. So, so white nationalism has nothing to do with whether or not Panama is a better democracy than the United States is. It has nothing to do with it. The point I'm making is the only uh, 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 reason that you are behind Donald Trump is because Donald Trump aligns himself with this uh, white nationalist ideology, and you're willing to accept Anything that Donald Trump does, as long as he's going to be a, 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 a strident a supporter of the interest of this white nativist, white nationalist movement in this country. That's really what's going on here. Let's not keep talking around the edges. Let's just call things what they are. You all said right, last right, week, Nathan. you said last week that the, uh, for a girl to be an all-American girl, she had to be a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, fair-skinned person. That doesn't make that. an ounce of sense. 
That doesn't make an ounce of sense. I mean, you can't justify making a statement like that, but you did. I didn't give you any any grief for it, but but you you can't justify that. And my point to you is that we are allowing this country to be driven into a sinkhole that we are not going to be able to get out of because you have this avaricious, self-aggrandizing, selfish individual that has been become the president of the United States and is dragging this country as far down in the sinkhole as you can possibly get. And it's only going to get worse until this this can be brought to an end. If not, right. if we stay on the path that we're on, the likelihood is that five, six, eight years from now, we're not going to have the representative democracy that we think that we have going on right now All right, Nick, because Nick, this man, this he steps on every law. He says that he is above every law, you know, and so on. So I'm sorry, I can't go much further than that, Jim. Uh, we can talk more about this next week, but I just need for us to really be clear about what is is going on here. Uh, did it, <laughs> can I get uh, Kevin first and Frank? Let me get Kevin and Pendleton first. Kevin, how you doing out there? Kevin, did I lose you? There you are. All right. I'm sorry. Say again. What's up? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, what did Tony? What did Tony tell you that uh, he didn't agree with you? What, what, what was that point? Uh, I, I, I I got weary, so. Uh, <laughs> I get weary. How convenient! <laughs> How convenient! I, I, I got How weary. Convenient. Well, guess what, brother? Tony was right, brother. So what was it? What was he right about? Sometimes when you, I know sometimes when you, uh, when you get hard facts that you can't address, you you get weary. Okay, it's not the first time it happened. But anyway, this is what I, I call to tell you. You know, from these hearings, um, this is what I have deducted. Hearings. Okay. You what see? did you? What have you deducted? What did I deduct from this? A key question came up, and I see it really rattled Mueller. And but you know what? It, it showed to me that the leadership of your Democratic Party and the leadership, the Democratic Party and the leadership of the Republican parties, our votes is just the aftermath. What really matters to them? is their donors. You understand? And the thing about it... So what does, what does the donors have to do with what well, we're talking the donors, about? You know, and that includes maybe even Mr. Barr. How much money did they say he contributed towards the, um, to the Republicans? How much money was it? I don't recall. Don't I, I, I don't think... That, I, I, I don't know that they talked how about... Much, how much has your... Your organization, you yourself have contributed as an organization. My organization okay. doesn't contribute anything to oh, any really? political organization okay, at all. Well, just, My I organization. Just, I was just curious, no, because well, I well, well, then then listen to the answer. My yeah. organization is a nonpartisan non organization by statute. We yeah. do not we do not endorse. We do yeah. not sell tickets. We do yeah. not put up posters. Okay, okay, We're not involved in anybody's okay, political it, anything. Okay, right, but, don't, but try not to cut you too much time now, because I know sometimes when we don't share something with you, you give more time to your people with your talking points. But right, but but this is what I've deducted from this hearing, right? Because I was surprised. so say it. You said that a minute ago. Say yeah, what it okay, is that yeah, you deducted. But, yeah, but anyway, I just asked you the question along along the way, you know, along the way in relation to uh, you know. Okay, to, but what to, did to you talking, deduct talking from you. this investigation? What did you deduce? Yeah. What regardless did you deduce? What? You said regardless, what, regardless of what you 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 uh, your, your the leadership of your Democratic Party, and if you want to include yourself too, that's fine. And your Republican friends, okay, are one and the same damn team as far as I'm concerned. 
Okay. And uh, what is it? What is it that occurred in this in investigation well, that you led you to that conclusion? What drew me to that conclusion? Well, uh, you know, with, um, institutions such as like the FBI, and we could even okay. See, this is the some, same thing that I just okay, went no, through. You, see, you know, answer, with, with, with Jim. I'm saying the question. What uh, is it? Is, what you you claim that yeah. the the Republicans and the Democrats are yeah. the same? You just said yeah. that. That's now, right, and I'm if you, you actually listen to right? the if you actually listen to the investigation, you saw the Republicans on one side attacking mm-hmm. the investigators. You saw mm-hmm. the Democrats on the other side trying to to lift up out of the report what the report actually said, so the American people who didn't read it would know what was in it. Those yeah. are completely different and opposite oppositional frames of reference. Just you said sure. you said that it showed you that the Republicans and the Democrats are the same. I'm simply asking you what it is that you saw that well, made you feel that the Democrats and the Republicans well, are the I'm same. Just, well, I'm just saying it to you. Well, I was just saying to you. Why was when I heard uh, that uh, you know the, the the amount of money contributed by the people on this so-called investigation, right? And then I hear okay. hey, the same guys on the opposite side, right? right? So, so okay, we we gotta right. go because you're you're, okay. you're you're doing the same. Thanks, Kevin. You're doing the same thing again. You're 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 making another statement that is not supported by the facts. There was nobody that gave money to support the investigation. There was no donors giving money to support the investigation. People give money to d- Democratic candidates. They give money to Republican candidates. They don't give money to federal investigations. That money is already appropriated in our budgets. Uh, okay, we got to take our last break, and then uh, we'll, we'll get on it. We got a lot of calls hanging on right here, so uh, let's try to get through these calls quickly. But f- first, let's take our last break, uh, and then uh, I think we'll get Frank, and then we got three others on, so we'll see you in the side of the break here at Think Again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Real innovators think outside the box. At Infinity of Williamsville, they think outside the dealership. How will a vehicle engage with the customer, their family, their lifestyle? And while they love to meet people in their brand new updated dealership and showroom, their concierge service can also bring a vehicle to wherever you are in western New York, at home or at work. Want to test drive a beautiful new 2019 QX60 SUV with third row seating? We're on the way. Redefining limits in quality, performance, and style is what Infinity does. 
Perfection is an endless pursuit. As a member of the Wester Automotive Group, Infinity of Williamsville strives to present an experience that complements and enhances the strengths of the Infinity brand, including offering great lease opportunities on every Infinity model, including their flagship, the brand new 2019 QX80 large size luxury SUV. What is beyond Infinity? Infinity of Williamsville. On Main Street, just east of Transit Road, an esteemed member of the Wester Automotive Group and Buffalo's exclusive Infinity certified pre owned seller. Think outside the box, all the way to infinity. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN 1520. All right. Guys, we're going to have to kind of jet speed through two and a half minutes, you know, for each each call on average so that we can we can uh, get through the five calls we've got during this segment. Let's get John in Rochester real quick and get his thought. I'm sorry, I meant Frank. I'm sorry. Hold on one second, John. Uh, Frank in Niagara Falls, how you doing out there? You know, Trump has bigger problems than Mueller, Nathan. <laughs> hey, did you see the Did you see the news about Jeffrey Epstein getting beat down in prison? In I jail? saw that. It looked like somebody gave him a nod above his eye. Yeah, you know, it seems like a setup to me. What with all the dirt Epstein possesses in his black book, mm-hmm. you know, I. I guarantee there's a bunch of establishment social A-list chumps running scared right now. Mm-hmm. And and Epstein's brothel, madam, is British socialite Ghislaine Maxwell, mm-hmm. who's also the youngest child of a publishing tycoon, Robert Maxwell. And, you know, I guess that she's the next target. Mm. And, you know, if, there, if there's any justice left in this nation, Trump is going to learn the hard way that inmates mess up pedophiles, even at the country clubs. Uh, yep. Prison. Yep. And, and you know, the, the real story, Nathan, is the Make America Great Again Trump groupies still don't get that the Donald will throw them under the bus like he did Michael Cohen, the send her back crowd in Greenville, North Carolina, and Epstein. You know, and after all, uh, Americans are innocent until proven guilty, right? There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and then rich people usually get away with their crimes, especially Epstein, who can connect Trump with his criminal brothel activities. And, and, and you know, did you see the video of a young Trump with Epstein? And the yep, I saw girl? him joking, and, and, you know, he was in his early 40s, I think. He was 42 yeah. or something like that. Hey, Nathan, that wasn't dancing Trump was doing. It was Trump with the cocaine shakes and Adderall-induced <laughs> hyperactivity disorder. He, he looked and like then, he was up on something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look at his eyes. Yep. You know, and, and though my last point is Rambo Jim is always saying the crazy Trump supporters will start acting out. Mm-hmm. Well, my good friend in uh, Social Club Salvatore in New York City says the mafia is very angry at the the other Trump cult mm. called QAnon. Mm-hmm. And yep. ever since one of its members, Anthony Camello, gunned down a Gambino family boss, mm-hmm. Francesco Frank Cali. You know, the delusions that Camelo and QAnon conspiracy uh, theories suffered from thought Trump yeah. would protect them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, right. now, now, even QAnon made a public statement that they're not connected with the shooter, but that doesn't stop the mob seeing you as suckers. <laughs> you know, QAnon inspired the killing of a mafia boss, and uh-huh. now they're all targets, and guess what? Trump will not help you. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Frank. Great points. Let me get uh, other John from Buffalo. Other John, how you doing out there? Not bad. Not bad. All right. Uh, 
couple of things with uh, with respect to uh, Jungle Jim and uh, the guy from uh, Haiti. They they refuse to mention the fact that uh, Mueller outlined instances, specific instances of obstruction of justice, period, end of story. It takes one, one instance of obstruction of justice to indict this guy and convict him. Mm-hmm. Very simple. What we have been uh, ignoring is, uh, and I give Scarborough credit for this, he, he's nicknamed uh, Mitch, uh, Moscow Mitch. Mm-hmm. Okay, what we're talking about is one of Putin's buddies, Deripaska, very, very tight, very close, also connected with uh, Trump's campaign manager. Mm-hmm. That was the guy that he was working for, was Deripaska, owed right. him $10 million. Right. Okay, and what they're... What working they're with Manafort, to, right. What they're proposing to do is uh, two things. Number one, remove restrictions on Deripaska's activities in exchange for a reduction in uh, ownership a percentage from like 70% of Russell to like 45%, which is no concession whatsoever. But what it does, he's been promising to put in an aluminum plant in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. That is yep. the bribe. Yeah. Okay. He is bribing McConnell because I'm certain that the private corporation that's dealing with uh, Deripaska is going to set up a pack to make contributions to uh, uh Whatever, whatever Mitch McConnell wants, right? Exactly. Yep. We we got to run. I got to run. I got to get three more calls in. Thanks, thanks, man. I appreciate you, other John. Uh, let's get John in Rochester real quick. We're on jet skis now because we got a lot of calls and we got ten minutes. John, how are you doing out there? Hey, Nathan, I'm doing good. You know, I I love to listen to Frank. I love I love his tone of voice. He's got a sarcastic voice. I I just think he's a cool caller. He comes from my era, you know, the old flower child and uh, uh, anti-war movement eras. <laughs> yeah, anyways, I, I like his sarcasm. It's pretty good. But but anyways, uh, I was going to say, uh, now we can move on to the real real crimes and collusion. That's of uh, the Clinton campaign and the dossier oh, and whatever. come on. And come on. Like, they just, they went through all of that stuff. Now, you know what? good and well that that's just, there's no crime in there whatsoever. You already no, know no, that. No, no, no. No, there's two investigators out there. Michael Horowitz hasn't finished his investigation, uh-huh. and Durden from uh, a former uh, attorney general in Connecticut, a federal prosecutor, is also on another investigation. So, but, John, you do know that there were two other investigations already completed. Horowitz is just serving the interest of Donald Trump, trying to resurrect this stuff again to keep acting like it's the same thing as having 18 investigations of the Benghazi situation with Mrs. Clinton. The 18th investigation didn't uh, reveal anything more than the first investigation did. All they're doing is just trying to keep this in the in, in the press. And that's all that Donald Trump and Horowitz and these people are trying to do. You know that there's nothing here that's been investigated oh inside God. and out. Nathan, there's there's so much there. It's unbelievable. The collusion between uh, John Brennan and Comey. It's unbelievable. And it's going to come out. Uh, okay. In the Inspector General, Michael Horowitz, and his Durden. Uh, I'm telling you right now. Okay. And the media doesn't cover it. You say it's out, come out in the media. The media, it's they're like crickets because they're, I've covered they're it myself. I've actually reported to you all on this investigation over the past three years, at least twice, there's nothing there. Not, you keep trying to make well, up no, something. You have 
nothing. There's you nothing there. How do you know what the uh, uh, conclusions of Horowitz? I know what the conclusions you know were the in the two. The, because there are two other you investigations. investigations. There are two other investigations that have already been done. They, they have so much okay. uh, gunpowder, it's unbelievable. Well, listen, right. go Buffalo. We're okay. going to the playoffs. There we go. All right, we will see you at the Super Bowl. Uh, let's get Ron, then we'll try to get Al in. Ron, how are you doing out there? <laughs> Don't get <Okay>. mad. <laughs> um, my, uh, my Yankees are taking it on the chin here. but uh, Yeah, they uh, had two bad still, games in a row. Ten games ahead, though. So <laughs> anyway, but, you know, I hear guys like Rambo, Jim, and John, and I got to think, you know, didn't, weren't they saying three or four years ago that the Clintons were all going to jail? Yep. Uh, I mean, the same conspiracy and outcomes. (laughs) I don't remember John being a birther, Mm -hmm. but uh, I don't know if you do or not. He was not. He was not a birther. John John and Rochester was not a birther. They they were saying that Obama was going to be impeached because they were going to reveal that that they went. They started in, what, 2010? Mm hmm. And, and finally, Trump on the campaign, this is when he was behind, and he, oh, his campaign almost fell apart before he got Manafort in there. Mm-hmm. And he, was, he finally gets on TV and says, yes, Barack Obama was born in the United States. And everybody booed. It was in his rally. Mm-hmm. I remember <laughs> he had to concede that. And they're still doing it. But apparently, it keeps their base together. Yep. Throw them red meat, and it keeps their base together. They're going to believe this type of stuff. Uh, and, I mean, it just, is it really credible that... All these lifelong Republicans, Mueller and Rosenstein and McCabe and McGahn, Comey, that right. they also all of a sudden became rabid supporters of Democrats. That's that's. I mean, talking about conspiracy. I get attacked by a lot of right wingers for my <laughs> beliefs about Schmidt, the right? 60s assassination. Yep. But at least I come up with facts. You know, things that don't make sense about lone assassins versus the lying that was done, the cover-ups. At least I come up with some fa- These people just, they, you know, when they go from one thing to the other, and they're the biggest conspiracy theories. Did you hear all those Republicans that were questioning Mueller about, he didn't, he failed to check out the political affiliations of his top 12 investigators? Mm-hmm. And, and apparently this has never been done, at least not since J. Edgar Hoover, and he was and died in 72. Nobody does that anymore because they tried to depoliticize it, but they, they, they're coming up with this because so-and-so is a Democrat and such-and-such is a Democrat, that automatically means they're biased against Trump. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's all... That and they you are not going to find a more question. conservative body of people than the people that work in the Justice Department. Yeah, I, I know. Mean, they, they tend to be white male Republicans. Right. And, and as I say, but yet the, the conspiracy theories, it's all they, it seems to be a strategy. They did it when uh, uh, Barr was up there. They did, I can't remember, the other, uh, one of the other big Republican types was up there. Uh, one other thing before I go, they, uh, he, uh, Mueller did not answer. That's why they have to try to get that underlying uh, documentation. Well, he would not answer why he wouldn't quest, question Donald Trump Jr. about this June 16, 2016 meeting. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't mention why he, he came to the conclusion to not interview Donald Trump in person. When he was asked that several times, he refused. And that, ought to, that, ought to, that speaks volumes. Yeah, his, his actual answer that I heard him give on that was he thought that that was going to wind up in court and that it would take so long it was not worth the amount of time it would lengthen the investigation uh, to keep chasing him to get him to do this in-person yeah. interview. Well, then the follow-up would have had to have been, what was the time constraint? Who was putting the pressure on you? To, and nobody asked him that either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
those are the things that, that and it speaks volumes that those the, the things that weren't answered that we don't really have the answers to. So we just got to keep digging in. But I actually have the report. Uh, the, the formats and reports are written in are somewhat odd. They're, they're in PDF. And when you try to copy the information, you can download the entire report in PDF. But if you try to go through the report and, and copy out excerpts from the report, you'll find that, th that the, uh, the copies actually fragment. And you have to do a lot of work with them to get them into a format you can read them. But that may have been just that two, two websites that I went to. Uh, but you just got to do the work. Well, well, the thing is that, by the way, the thing is that Audible.com is free. Mm -hmm. If yeah. you want to listen to it, right? So Audible, Audible, yeah, you can you can get it audibly. But I try to get stuff in print so that I can go back and and and, and recover right. it for research. Thanks, Ron. I got to run. I got to get Al on real quick. Al, how you doing out there? Pretty, uh, pretty good. PBS did a pretty good job of uh, of uh, breaking it down. You know, there's so so many uh, so many parts in Volume One where where, uh, you know, Roger Stone was exchanging messages with, uh, you know, with WikiLeaks and Guccifer. You know, there's a part in, in September where he says, okay, it finally, um, in Mueller's report in September, it finally published 35 files from a private Russian intelligence company, but most of them were already public and of little news value, mm -hmm. leading experts to allege that, that, this was a decision to quiet criticism that WikiLeaks was too friendly. But then it goes into, you know, uh, the tools to carry out this covert operation were, were multifaceted. According to the assessment, Moscow's influence campaign followed a Russian messaging strategy that, that blends covert intelligence operations such as cyber activity with overt efforts by Russian government agencies, state-funded media, third-party intermediaries and and paid social media but don't, let's not forget the, the how how this whole thing began because it began when when they they when when podesta you know well, nobody could have you know uh could have seen this coming but when podesta opened up the file that, that was the beginning of the infestation of mm -hmm. they, they hacked the dnc you know when, when guccifer sent a message saying um I hacked the 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 DNC and then and, and then he said he hacked the D triple C, which was a lot easier than than that, than the original you know than the hack of the DNC. Mm -hmm. So if you if you Google, there's so many messages sent between Donald Trump Jr. and and. and right, and I, I have I have a lot of that stuff. You know that uh, uh, Donald Trump uh, Jr. You know, was in this constant back and forth uh, 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 dialogue. Right, and uh, don't forget what he what he what he what he told what he told us uh, what 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 is what he said for his father to do if he were to lose the election. Remember that? Mm -hmm. and, you know, this is what he should do. He shouldn't concede. Exactly. So we know, you know, that 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 there was clearly a relationship that was going on, whether or not it was provable criminal conspiracy you know that's for somebody else to say but if you're just judging whether or not this person should be the president of the united states based on what you know has gone on i think that that judgment is pretty clear so thanks al well uh, thanks for all of you i know it was a lot to try to get in in the course of this uh this one quick hour but uh that's the hour that we have look forward to talking to you all again next week here at think again think again
You've been listening to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Be sure to tune in again next week at this same time for more Think Again.